right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to, I think I'm doing this right. I'm Bree. I'm going to be your host as usual. And yeah, let's get into it. I think I'm doing this right is a podcast about parenting, dating, love and relationships, going through life and figuring things out because y'all already know I am just figuring this out and I know you're figuring it out. So we gonna still figure it out together. Tonight's episode is we're gonna get right back into it y'all like I just did my reintroduction last week. This week we are on um, the first episode of this series and this one is um Y'all gonna bear with me because I actually have my notes tonight, but there's been so much stuff happening this week that I'm going to go off the notes, but I'm probably gonna go off on a mini tangent. So um, y'all gonna bear with me in advance. (laughs) Uh, This episode is called, If You're Not Satisfied With It, Change That Shit. I mean, that's just what it is. So... I had to put my notebook down and I'm trying to relax for a second because some things, it's so much has happened in the last week. So many things to touch on, so many things to explore, but I'm just going to talk about where we are at right now in this moment. So when we think about the idea of If something's not working or if we're not satisfied with something to change it. I always think of the analogy that, you know, people like Les Brown and Wayne Dyer and like all of the motivational speakers that I listen to. The thing that they always talk about is humans are the only species that can change themselves. You know, as and we already know nowadays, I'm not going to touch on all of it, but we already know people, if you don't like your gender, you can change your gender. If you're not, and I don't say like, because that's not the true message here. Like if um, you are not satisfied with something, if you don't feel like that is something you resonate with, if that's not where you are at, you can change it, you know? We don't like our weight. You've seen people with these massive weight loss. I've lost 100 pounds. I lost 145 pounds drinking NutraShake. Like, you know, we are the only species that can change what we are and become something different, become something new. Um, As I mentioned, people like Les Brown that I follow say things like, a tree is always going to be a tree. A dog is always going to be a dog. A cat's always going to be a cat, et cetera, et cetera. I can change and I have changed. The woman that I was four years ago is not the woman that I am today. There are remnants of her. There are pieces of her. um, There are fragments that I still pick up from time to time. But I look at the woman that I am and I think about the woman that I was she is gone <laughs> yeah. she is gone and I had a conversation with somebody where they approached me in a way where the expectation was for me to show up like I would have shown up four years ago 
and the high level of the conversation was something is happening and going wrong in their life. They feel that the things are going wrong that are in, things that are going wrong in their life are a direct result of the relationship we had four years ago. Now, I'm not going to get into the details because this one is a little bit more personal for me. <laughs> but the point is this. I had to explain that things, the things that are happening in your life today are in no way reflective of anything that I've done, anything that I'm doing, anything that I am trying to do now. And it is merely a residual effect of who I was before that you are still holding on to. It is a residual effect of who I was before that you are still holding on to. I have changed because I didn't like the woman that I was. And the situation that we're dealing with is something that was established when I was in that space. But I let it go. I moved on and I didn't pick it up anymore. I left it on the I left it where I left it. I won't say I left it on the side of the road because I really did it. But I left it where I left it. And I moved on with my life. And yet this person is coming back saying that my life is in turmoil because of things you still doing. But I'm like, I don't do those things anymore. I don't, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the need or the desire to try to be in a, a negative effect in someone else's life. It was all about me changing how I was thinking and changing how I was feeling and changing what I wanted. I had to be the change that I wanted to see in the world. That used to be my my slogan for myself. I be the change you want to see. Be the be the light you want to see in the world. Be the the motivator you want to see in the world. Be that, right? But then I realized that it wasn't just about me being the change that I wanted to see. I had to sow seeds. I had to plant seeds that were going to reap positive fruits and what I learned along the way of planting my seeds is that some gardeners didn't want to be gardeners they just wanted me to plant seeds for them and then they will come back and say I don't really know how to toil this land I don't really know how to garden can you come help me and by help them they wanted you to do the heavy lifting and so when I would go and I would help them and I'm sowing good seeds for them and I'm reaping good fruit for them. And then they say, get off my land. This is not for you. Get off my property because now that you've done what you needed to do and now these seeds are bearing good fruit, you your work is no longer needed here because now I'm good. And then they would leave me alone and they would go on. And this has happened to me numerous times. And I'm not trying to say that I'm this Mother Teresa or anything. But I know that I do sow good seeds. I know that I do do I do good things. Um, and I make mistakes. But 
I'm at least to a place in my life that I am immediately trying to remediate my mistakes. I'm immediately trying to resolve the problems that I may have potentially caused. I'm going to communicate. I'm going to be like, you know, I'm not sure how to take this or maybe I'm misunderstanding or maybe this or maybe that. I'm going to talk about it. But that's because if I'm not satisfied with something, I want the opportunity to change it. If I'm not satisfied with how we left things, I'm not satisfied with how things turned out. If I'm not satisfied with how things are manifesting, I'm going to try to change it. And that's how we all should be. You know, when we think about, y'all, when we think about parenting, and I'm really like, this parent co-parenting thing has been a struggle bus for me simply because I've just now learned how to be the parent that I want to be. Excuse me, y'all. That was a big yawn. I just now learned how to be the parent that I want to be. And having another parent involved who has their own parenting style, that has their own ideology, that has their own beliefs, that has their own feelings about things, having that person, you have to be accommodating to a certain degree. But the hard part is when you're co-parenting with someone, anyone, it is about compromise. And I always find myself being the biggest compromiser. I always find myself bending the most. I'll do this if it helps you be a better parent. I'll do this if it it helps you. I'll do that if it helps you. And then when I step back and I've completely exhausted myself and I've completely worn myself out and I'm like, what the fuck did anybody do for me? To help me not be exhausted. Who helped me not be completely worn out and completely broken down when I needed a handout? And not even a handout, because I don't believe in handouts. I believe in a hand up. Who's there to help pick me up when I need somebody to just pour into me? Because I'm going to show up and I'm going to be there and I'm going to try to make things happen but as a parent if you don't like something you need to be that change you want to see if you're not sad I'm not satisfied with where my son goes to school I'm, I'm using this as an example if I wasn't the primary parent if I didn't have sole custody of my son if I wasn't satisfied where my son was going to school that's a conversation that I have with his parent and I say I'm not satisfied with this How do we change this? Because I want something better. Not something worse. Not something less than. I want something better. But when you call somebody and when you are constantly trying to work with someone, but the work is always about how to make your life easier, it's not about your child. I'm going to just be real. When you are a co-parent and you're saying things like, I need My first thought is, who the fuck cares what you need? The moment I had my son, the minute that boy was placed into my arms, (laughs) I did not give a shit about what I needed. 
I was literally laying on a table getting stitched up I wanted to have a c-section but y'all can imagine where I was getting stitched (laughs) I'm getting stitched up and I did not think about what I needed I was concerned about consoling this baby that was crying I didn't care about my needs I didn't care about the fact that I needed to fill my legs again. I didn't care about the fact that I needed to eat. I didn't care. I had not, like most mothers will tell you when they're in, they're giving birth, you don't eat. I had not eaten literally for over 20 hours. I did not think about what I needed. I had thrown up that night. I all kinds of stuff. Everybody got their own birth story. But what I'm saying is the moment that I became a parent, I stopped thinking about what I needed. I stopped thinking about the selfishness that was for me and it immediately became about this child. And I've had my moments, but my whole life for the last four years has been, what can I do for this child? How can I make his life better? How can I make this little boy have a better experience? than I did that has been my only thing I'm sorry y'all one of my little (laughs) one of my little uh post-its on my um, vision board is like hanging down for dear life and I'm it's aggravating me I'm I'm like I can't tolerate this (laughs) oh well but the point is I wasn't satisfied with it And I think I've told this story before, but let me tell it again. When I first had my son, I made, you know, okay money. But I wasn't satisfied with the life we were living. I wasn't satisfied with only having, you know, once I had him and, you know, benefits changed and now you got to pay for daycare. And remember, this podcast used to be called Solo Mominant. So let's keep that in perspective. Once I had my son and I was solo mominant and I had to pay for medical bills and I had to pay for all of our food and I had to pay more money for this and I pay more money for that. And I had to get another car and I had to make sure he was going to daycare and I had to get another, like everything was happening so fast. Like pew, 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 pew. He, he needed diapers and thank God I was able to produce milk so I didn't have to pay for formula, but Eventually, he started eating food, and he needed food, and then he needed more diapers, and then he needed wipes, and then he needed this, he needed that. He had to go to the hospital once, and so now I got this medical bill, and I'm just like, life was happening, right? I was not satisfied with the things that were happening, so what I had to do was change it. I had to get another job, level up. Then that job, I was like, oh, okay, pressure came off a little bit, and learned some things, then it was, I can't afford this house no more. I, where I was living, it was becoming too much. I had already, things had changed. I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. And leveled up again because I was not satisfied. So I had to move out of my, I had a really nice townhouse. It was beautiful. I loved it. Um, it was great. Moved out of my townhouse and moved into a teeny tiny two-bedroom apartment that should not have been a two-bedroom apartment it should have been a one-bedroom apartment (laughs) but they literally took a one-bedroom apartment and put a wall in between it and two closets and they made it a two-bedroom apartment it was 
very interesting very New York like it, it took me back to the time where I lived in New York and New Jersey <laughs> but had this teeny tiny apartment and I was so unsatisfied I was so unsatisfied that I said I can only live here for nine months at most I can only live here for nine months I don't know what's gonna happen next I don't know how it's gonna happen but I know that I'm only going to be here for nine months because I was unsatisfied with that shit. I was unsatisfied with coming into an apartment with the, the world's smallest closet of a kitchen. I was unsatisfied with parking my car in the front of my building. And, you know, it was a semi extra sketch neighborhood. I was unsatisfied with that. I was unsatisfied with having to rob Peter to pay Paul some months. I wasn't satisfied with that because I was taking care of everything. I was unsatisfied with not being sure whether I could take the vacations that I wanted to take because I had to modify my lifestyle. I was unsatisfied with that. So I put this all into perspective and I say that when we are unsatisfied with something, we need to change it. But in order for us to even put that change into effect, first things first is you got to make your mind up that this is not going to be something you can tolerate. And for me, I flip, I flip flop too much. I've gone back and forth with the idea that, oh, maybe I can, I can deal with this or maybe I can deal with that. But the reality of the situation is I can't tolerate some shit. I'm not happy with some things. No, this don't feel good to me. No, I'm not happy with this. And I had to be woman enough to say that. You got to be a woman enough or man enough to say that this don't fucking work for me. So I got to do some things different. And that's in everything. This doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to stay in this predicament. I'm not going to stay in this situation. I'm not going to stay in this state. And I know, like I said, I was going to go off on a bit of a tangent, but it's just been some things on my mind and on my heart and it's just been bothering me I literally had to say to somebody yo if this is about something else if this situation is about something else you can completely miss me bypass me go where the hell you need to go and leave me alone my life has been great my life is so good it feels so good to come home It feels so good to sit on my new couch. It feels so good to lay in my new bed. It feels so good to be in my body, to wake up and to look around and see the life that I have that I was able to manifest and create. I promise no matter where I go in this house, y'all, I'm always going to hear some loud, crazy vehicle. (laughs) But... The point is, I've been good. So when something comes along and disrupts that happiness, it disrupts that joy, it disrupts the peace that I have found, then I have to start taking into evaluation, what is this really about? Who is this really about? Is it about me? Is it about you? What is it about? Because the reality of the situation is, that if you are unsatisfied with something, you need to own that shit and you need to change it. If I'm unsatisfied with something, I got to own that shit and I got to change it. 
I can't project onto somebody else. I can't tell my personal trainer, you know what, I'm still not the weight I want to be because of the program that you've given me. No, I'm still not at the weight I want to be because of the shit that I'm doing outside the gym. I'm still not at the weight I want to be because of how I'm moving. Don't got nothing to do with her. It got everything to do with me. And that's when I got to take, take responsibility for that. I just, people hit me up saying that, you know, this didn't work because of you. No, this didn't work because of you. Period. This didn't work because if it was something that I needed to change, I guarantee you, you cannot ask anybody. If it was something that somebody told me, Amber, you know, <laughs> my friend told me, I'm being so serious, y'all. I'm laughing because I'm being serious. I don't wear deodorant as often as I should. <laughs> I don't wear deodorant as often as I should. And that is a true statement. I'm sorry. Because I don't like the uh, aluminum, or as some of y'all say, aluminum that is in deodorant so i was using an all like one of those um what is that called like a patchouli like kind of smelling it was a natural organic deodorant and i really liked it it smelled really really good but of course that shit ran out so i don't wear deodorant as as often as i should however comma my body chemistry i don't sweat that i don't sweat like that under my arms so i literally will go all day my underarms will be dry and it's just i don't smell like i just don't right and so tonight (laughs) tonight a friend of mine was like um, man, my deodorant is wearing off. Da, 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 da. And I was like, really? I was like, I didn't even wear deodorant today. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I, I thought, of, like, I was like, no, smell me. Let me know. And sure enough, he smelled me. He was like, you ain't that bad, but you a little tired. <laughs> you a little tired. You a little tired, Brie. So I felt, I was like, well, whatever. I don't care. So um, I felt bad a little bit, but at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but again, if I'm not happy with it, I would change it. The only thing that I would change about that is I would go back and get my organic deodorant, which I'll probably place an order for after I finish this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yo, I'm sorry. Uh but, <laughs> The moral is this, excuse me, the moral is anything that I have wanted in my life, I've gotten it. Anything that I have desired, I've gotten it. Any place that I wanted to go, um, people that I wanted to see, anything. Those things have come to pass because I have gone after it. Because if I wasn't satisfied with where I was at, I changed it. But I'm not going to project onto someone else by saying that you are the reason that I'm not where I want to be. Or the situation you got me in is why I've never been successful or why I've never been this or why I've never been that. Because if that were the case, I would be one of those mothers and those no shade if you are one of those mothers, but I will be one of those mothers like, 
my baby daddy don't pay child support and that's why I don't live a better life. My baby daddy don't do X, Y, and Z and that's why I, my son don't go to this school. My baby daddy don't pay me child support, enough child support so that's why I don't have the house that I want. I don't drive the car that I want to drive. Help me. Help me take care of your child. No. And I'm not saying that men should not. You should totally be taking care of your children. That's a basic thing that you need to do. But stop calling me to fucking figure out your problems. Like, stop calling me to figure out how to how to get your situation sorted out. And I, I'm not talking about, you know, a, a father or anything like that. I'm talking about anybody in general. Don't call. It's not my responsibility to call my son's father and tell him that I need him to do X, Y, and Z in order for his child to be successful. No, he knows what he fucking needs to do and to make his kids successful. I know what I need to do to make sure my kid's successful and I'm going to do those things. I don't, you don't have to be a mind reader to see someone, you know, a homeless person on the side of the road whose stomach is, you know, bulged out because they haven't eaten or they're malnourished or anything like that. It's, there's no, I don't need them to tell me, help me, give me a meal, give me a blanket to know that they may need those things. Sometimes it's just the mere, the, the mere offer that changes things but again they're satisfied with where they are at so if I've literally had this happen before I had a homeless woman um she was just you know sitting on the side of the road she didn't she was like I I offered her I think I I gave her like a five dollar bill and she said no no I don't need any money she said I need some food (laughs) And it was crazy because she was like, I'm, I'm satisfied without having money. I don't want the money. I want food. I want some, something to drink. So she was able to identify what she needed. And that's the same thing. When you're unsatisfied with something or if you're not in the place that you want to be, identify what you need. Identify what you want. And then put a plan into action and go out and get it. Go out and get it. Go out and change it. Go out and try to make those adjustments. It's just plain and simple. And as always, like I said, I went off on a tangent and I went down a path, but between work, my day job, let's be clear, between my day job and my night job of being a parent and now being a co-parent, when people are just like coming to me and asking me to solve their problems, like, I I need you to change this for me, but don't you know how to do it? don't you know how to do that I need you to figure this out for me but can't you figure it out because what the ask is I need you to do this stuff for me and I'm not going to pick up anything for you I'm not going to make shit easier for you at all you make it easier for yourself and that's what I do is like I'm constantly in the position of trying to make somebody else's life easier and I'm not making my own so yeah that's what this is tonight um I know I talked about like and I was going to talk about finances and weight like when you are unsatisfied with your finances um, go out and get a better job learn a new skill like maybe the skill that you have I mean I'm sorry cousin if you ever listen to this my cousin I ran into my cousin at the store and it's my second cousin I hadn't seen him in a long time 
and he was like so what are you doing now and I was like oh I'm doing little this little that and I'm you know I'm doing really well and he was like yeah um, my friend was telling me to get into that field of IT and I said yeah you really should there's not a lot of people brown people that are not Indians and that's just the reality of the situation there's not a lot of black men and black women in IT and he was like yeah 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 I, I want to but I got a really good thing going on right now and you know I'm making you know x amount of dollars and I said you know it sounds good but I don't know like maybe after six months a year just some training I'm sure I could get you 20 grand more and he was like what (laughs) and it was so funny because he was like he thought about it for a second he was like how, how do I do this? And I, you know, I was telling him. And then by the end of our conversation, he goes, nah, I'm good. I, I, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. I, I got a good thing. Some people don't want to change because they're satisfied with where they're at. Some people don't want anything new because they're content in the space that they're in. There's not a level of contentment for me where I'm at. So I'm constantly striving and working harder to get to another level that I have not been to yet because that's how I move. That's what I want. I am not accepting mediocrity. I'm not accepting being basic. I'm not accepting being on the bottom because I was told that I'm destined for greatness. I'm told that I am, I am connected to the great I am. I am one with the most powerful being in the universe. So if I'm one with the supplier of abundance, why the hell, sorry, but why would I be satisfied with the minimum? But I'm going to leave that there. All right, y'all, check me out on Instagram. Really, you shouldn't because <laughs> right now my pages are still um, in working progress. So if you do check me out, go to AB underscore writes all correct spelling W R I T E S A L L on Instagram. That is A is an Apple, B is in Bravo underscore writes all W R I T E S A L L or go to my website www.singlemomstuff.blog. You can find me there. Find my books um, on Amazon. Two more books coming out really soon. And yeah, that's that's all I got for tonight. A whole bunch of shenanigans. But y'all know what this is. Next week, we are going to talk about what is parenting and are we doing it right? Because I want to ask the greater question, am I a good mom? Yeah, I am. But until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others. I love, 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 love you for listening. You are the best part of this podcast. I appreciate you. Peace.